Are you sick of living in the shadow of someone else? Need some help learning to love yourself and tap into your unique strengths or embrace your leadership potential so you can thrive in your life. This is Empower with Nancy. Let's start the show. Oh. Welcome to another episode of Empower with Nancy. For all my listeners and new listeners, hit the subscribe button and give me a thumbs up. It would help me so much grow my audience and podcast. So I'm going to talk about the art of science of powerful management in company growth. This right here is very, very dear to my heart, um, being that I was in corporate America for over 35 years. And management is something that is so super important in any organization. And having a really good leadership in a company really can take the company in a positive direction or a negative direction. Because I am a firm believer that executives, starting from the top, CEOs, um, executives, managers, supervisors, your management skills are an extension of you. Therefore, your team should be an extension of yourself to really build a cohesive team that really can flourish in all aspects of their lives within the organization. Because I do also believe that a strong leader should always have an open door policy to where they can, employees can go to them, even on a personal level, if they're having one of those days, and also on their um, career level of where they're currently working. So let's dive into this. So again, it's successful management isn't solely about making decisions, right? It's really about creating a shared purpose together, united together within the company. It's fostering an environment of where Every individual feels that they contribute to all matters, that their voices are heard and valued. When staff, all employees, when their voices are not heard and they don't feel that they're part of the team, they don't feel purpose. They don't feel excited to wake up in the morning and go to work. For some of my listeners, if you've been listening to me for quite some time, they're Every single morning, I always say this, that when you wake up in the morning, if you're not feeling empowered and fulfilled and excited about doing what you're doing in a career, you need to ask yourself why and figure out what makes you feel empowered and fulfilled. So the foundation of flourishing any company lies with what? Culture. If culture if an organization doesn't follow their culture to the T, where I believe that no matter how big your company is, small, medium, or large, it should have a family feeling. It should have to know that when their staff are excited to go to work, good, bad, or ugly, that they don't feel pressure. They don't feel like a number. So, a robust management team cultivates an environment to, to where all employees are not just workers, 
but they are active contributing to their grand version, right? Their version, their vision within the company. So a few key um, strategies that are very powerful in management style, I'm going to talk about five of them. The first one is visionary leadership. Great leaders set the foundation of how an organization is run. A clear vision not only guides, but inspires every single employee member, whoever is reporting to the manager of the team to strive for greatness. We all want to strive for greatness within an organization, within anything that we do. So how do you get there? What kind of mentor do you have within the company? Can Do you feel comfortable going to your direct report and expressing how you feel? Either something that you don't agree with or a particular coworker um, having suggestions on how to maybe do something a little different or even a little better. So when you go to your manager, do you do you get the the shutdown of where they just don't want to hear it? You can explain to them, but they cut you off. They don't want to hear it and you don't feel valued. That's definitely not a good feeling. The other thing is collaborating decision-making. The power of many minds is greater than one. So encouraging the perspective of having the team be involved in decision-making really fosters a sense of ownership and commitment. When you make, when you have your coworkers or an employee, whoever's reporting to you, um, for my listeners that are management, executives, owners, entrepreneurs, and doesn't it make you feel good when your staff or employee feels so involved in their position and the organization, they love where they're at and they love what they do, that when they bring things to your attention of giving some creativity or maybe there was a situation with a coworker or they see something's wrong and, you know, they're just really um, looking after the well-being of the company and the well-being of the organization in itself. So when I know when I have an employee that would come to me and say, hey, Nancy, I think that we should probably do it this way. Or just so you know, I see this concern over here. Do I let it go through one ear and at the other? No, I don't interrupt. I listen. I take notes. I ask questions. And then I start to proceed because I want the employee to feel heard and valued because they're giving me their commitment for coming to me or even my managers of suggestions, concerns, and such. So and the other thing is mentorship and development. Really investing in your team's growth pays dividends. Let me say that again. Investing in your team's growth pays dividends. And how so? Mentorship, coaching, 
continuous learning opportunities, enhance skills and boost morale. When you offer the mentorship and the coaching and having, um, being a good listener, providing opportunities for engagement of as a team together, collaborating together. How do you think that's going to boost morale? It's really going to boost morale. They're going to be excited that they're part of the family and not part of a number or not part of, you know what, you're just here to do your job eight to five, just don't say anything and that's it. Then you start to feel like a number. You don't feel valued. That's not a good feeling. So any employee that feels that way, don't fear to bring up your feelings to your direct report. If your direct report is shutting you down, you go above them, right? If this is not a tattletelling type of situation, is you are valued. Every employee is valued within the organization. You mean a lot. No matter what position you're in, I don't care if you're taking out the trash, receptionist, middle, small, it doesn't matter the position. You bring value to the company. And every single employee needs to feel that. No employee should ever, ever be micromanaged right? When you are micromanaged, you feel like you're always under the gun. I always say, if I have to micromanage you, you're not doing your job. Therefore, I will give you a chance to correct yourself. But if you go over and over and over and over about why are you having, making these mistakes, I feel like I have to micromanage you. If I feel like micromanaging, you're not happy. You're not happy within the organization, one. Or two, you're not getting the right training. And, it, and then you just look at, is it, is it their direct reports, management? You know, are we not offering good training? You dig into it because it's not only just the employee. So before you have to micromanage something, somebody, you really have to dig in to the problem. Get that resolved first. And if you continue to have to micromanage, then that person is just no longer a fit for that organization. Adaptability. The business and landscape is ever changing, always, right? So adapting to the market shifts, different strategies, business development, maybe the company's taking it, the company and in a different direction because that's what you need to do. You always need to keep your eye on the ball in the industry and always thinking ahead and never being reactionary. So you know, strategies are keys to survival and success. And when you do that, you bring upon your staff to help you be successful. Any organization, the staff, the employees are the ones that run the company. And for any executive out there, management, that doesn't understand the process of how the organization is run, then you need to ask yourself why. And it doesn't mean that you need to know every position, but you have to have a very clear understanding for every department, the purpose, the value, what they do. Look at, as an executive, look at 
the different KPIs within the organization and looking at um, the performance of everyone, doing spot checks, being involved. I'm not saying to be constantly involved on a day-to-day basis, but you know, maybe you make that into a monthly you know, check or a quarterly check. If you're a CEO, I would do um I would do I would do quarterly as long as you feel comfortable with the executive team that you have. So being transparent communication is trust is the bedrock of a strong team. Let me say that again. Trust is the bedrock of a strong team. Open and honest communication builds trust. It fosters understanding and keeps everyone aligned. So, you know, trust and attitude communication is key, not only in working in your career, working with somebody, it's key within your own life. If you're going to have a shitty attitude, you're going to have not very good outcome. If you're going to have a positive attitude, you're going to have a positive outcome. If you're going to have an open communication at all times without like having an open mind and listening before responding, communication builds trust. So being working together collaboratively with one another builds trust. Getting to know each other builds trust. So it, it, it really, really, really is super important to have a visionary in, every, in leadership. Clear goals, inspiring and motivating at all times. Lead by example. Visionary leaders don't talk the talk. They lead by example, embodying the values and behaviors they want to see in their team. I know for myself. I would never tell somebody or give instructions to do something if I didn't know how to do it. It doesn't mean I need to know all the ins and outs, but before I instruct somebody, I need to have a very clear understanding because if I'm the type of person or leader that just says, you know, just do what I tell you to do and that's it. And you don't even really know what you're asking them to do. No, that's lead by example by all times. And the other thing I want to talk about is consensus of building while encouraging input from various stakeholders, strong leaders will guide with discussion towards alignment with the company goals. What does that exactly mean? Making sure that the goals are not so outreached, making manageable goals, not easy but manageable goals. It's just like your own personal life. Everyone should have their monthly goals, make it manageable and a little bit of challenging so that each and every month you're achieving. When you don't achieve those goals and you don't check those goals off and those accomplishments that you need to do for that month, you don't feel empowered. You don't feel purpose. You don't feel excitement. And then the next month bleeds on to another and you add more and you don't do anything with that. And then the next month, so on and so on and so forth. So make small manageable goals within the organization. I want to stay back on track. I'm just kind of giving you an example. So the other thing is when I talk about the mentorship and development is really investing in employees growth. 
a powerful management team prioritized the development of its employees. The offer mentorship programs, training sessions, opportunities, skill enhancements. The training doesn't always have to be whatever that company is doing. For instance, I've been in mortgage banking. It doesn't for 35 years. It doesn't mean that one of the trainings will be on specific um, structure and things that are programs that you need to train on within the organization. But what about the mentorship programs? I've always had that where I mentored my managers. Everyone that reported to me is being involved in feeling a sense of purpose and mentoring them and giving them training for like coaching, right? It's, it's, it's coaching development and, and skill enhancement for themselves within them first. If you don't feel good within you as a manager, how can you make your staff feel empowered and fulfilled and good about what they do? And the other thing is like recognizing effective managers provide feedback for achievement. You know, do you take the time with your employees to go over what you need to do to empower, mentor, and train them? Put put them under your wing at all times. I'm not saying micromanage. I'm not saying baby them or enabling them. Put them under your wing until you, till they feel empowered themselves. And if they're not, figure out why. The other thing is so powerful is as an executive manager, supervisor, if you don't know how your staff is feeling for that day, then you don't know your staff. If you can tell by if they walk in the office and there's like that, you sense that, that energy, that the look on their face, their body language. If you don't know your employees by just looking at them to see if they're having an off day or a good day then you need to ask yourself, why do I not know my employees? You need to know your employees on a personal level and on a business level. When I say personal, I'm not saying to know all of their personal, um, you know, their own personal things that's going on in their life. It's just knowing them because then they tend to start opening up even on some challenges they have on a personal level. Like I think managers, executives, if you're in a management leadership position, you are a coach. You are a mentor, right? So make your staff feel empowered. What excites you, right? What excites yourself as a leader? So whatever makes you feel empowered and fulfilled, that's you need to bring that upon your staff. Leaders, leadership has managers that they report to. So you would want to make sure that they give you some attaboys from time to time, right? And making sure that you feel like you're doing a good job. So it's the same for employees that are under the leadership position. Learning from failures. Leadership understands that the failures are learning opportunities, right? This doesn't mean that they don't, they fail. They don't know what they're doing. They're terrible. Get rid of them. I mean, and a lot of times in organizations, they make a mistake, get rid of them, right? No, that's not, that's not the solution. Figure out what is going on. 
don't belittle them and make them feel bad because they failed on something and they made an error. Find out why. Because when you find out why and you're calm, collective, they'll open up. So encourage a, a culture where calculated risks are taken and learned from rather than feared by. They, you don't want your employees to be feared. When faced unexpected challenges, effective managers are quick to pivot strategies and adapt, ensuring the company stays on course towards its goals. That's always the number one, guys. The company needs to make sure you meet your goals, but you can meet your goals and have a phenomenal culture. It's up to you. And active listening, this is a big one. Active leaders not only communicate their thoughts, but also actively listen to their teams and what they have to say. They value input from all levels of the organization. And it is okay as a leader for you to open up on a personal level from time to time. That builds trust. That builds like openness. Doesn't mean that you're, you are, when you open up on a personal level that all oh, you're weak and no managers, you know, shouldn't open up to their employees and need to know everything about them. Obviously they don't need to know your whole story and your whole life, but open them up on a little personal level. Like, oh yeah, I like to go to the movies or I like to go hiking. Or I like to work out. Th- those are the little things I'm talking about. So Having transparent communication isn't just about sharing information. It's about providing content and decision actions, ensuring everyone understands the why behind what is being communicated. There's always a why behind everything. Figure out the why. So this is a short episode. I hope this finds you well. Um, Again, be open, be calm. Don't be reactionary as a leader. Cultivate the togetherness and where everyone works together as a strong, cohesive family. It's powerful. It's what's needed. Leaders, never treat your staff as a number. Never belittle them. Make them feel valued. Make them feel purpose. With gratitude, Nancy. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a rating and review, and share it with a friend. To connect with me and get all the behind the scenes content, you can follow me on Instagram at Empower with Nancy and visit my website, empowerwithnancy.com, to learn more about how coaching with me can significantly enhance your life and business. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day. See you next time.